Hosea chapter 2, verses 5 through 15. For Israel said, I will go after my lovers, who gave me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, my oil and my drink. Therefore I, God, will hedge up her way with thorns, and I will build a wall against her, so that she cannot find her paths. She shall pursue her lovers, but not overtake them, and she shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then she shall say, I will go and return to my first husband, for it was better for me then than now. And she did not know that it was I who gave her the grain, the wine, and the oil, and who lavished on her silver and gold, which they used for Baal. Therefore I will take back my grain in its time, and my wine in its season, and I will take away my wool and my flax, which were to cover her nakedness. Now I will uncover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and no one shall rescue her out of my hand. And I will put an end to all her mirth, her feasts, her new moons, her sabbaths, and all her appointed feasts. And I will lay waste her vines and her fig trees, of which she said, These are my wages, which my lovers have given me. I will make them a forest, and the beasts of the field shall devour them. And I will punish her for the feast days of the Baals, when she burned offerings to them, and adorned herself with her ring and jewelry, and went after her lovers, and forgot me, declares the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will allure her, and bring her into the wilderness, and speak tenderly to her. And there I will give her her vineyards, and make the valley of Achor a door of hope. And there she shall answer as in the days of her youth, as at the time when she came out of the land of Egypt. This is the word of the Lord. And Father, we are grateful for your word and ask that you would bring it to life. You would blow Holy Spirit in our souls, bending us towards the Father. Cause your word to illuminate truth in our hearts in Jesus' name. For she said, I will go after my lovers who give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, my oil and my drink. Father, forgive us for every way that we have gone after other lovers, other sources of provision, other sources of stability and safety and have neglected the fact that you are our provider. You are the one who pursues our souls. You are the God who loves us and has made all provision on our behalf. Forgive us when our heart's affection goes after other people and other things. We pause today and we reflect on the fact that the very air that we breathe is a gift from you. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. And we recognize that sometimes you hedge up our way with thorns, that you build a wall against us so that we cannot find our paths. If we have well-worn paths towards destruction, towards idolatry, towards injustice, you block up those ways and it's so frustrating in the moment, but we are so grateful that you are committed to our sanctification. You are so committed to our wholeness, our integration, that our lives and our beliefs and our message all align with the person of Jesus. So we embrace, though we don't wish upon ourselves, we embrace your discipline. We embrace the severity of your mercy. And you know that we'll still pursue other loves, but you will not let us overtake them. 
you know that we'll seek after them but not find them. And in that day of desperation, may we, like the nation of Israel, like the lover here in the book of Hosea, may we return to our first love. Forgive us for all the ways that our hearts have abandoned our first love. May we remember that it was better for us then than now, that you are our sanctuary, that you're the only one who will not abandon us. You've laid down your very life on our behalf. You are with us by your spirit, the still small voice speaking, whispering to us every day if we will but listen. And at times, we're not aware of the fact that it's you who give us the grain, the wine, the oil, the silver, the gold, and we take these very gifts and we turn and we use them for our own pleasures. We sacrifice them to other gods, as it were, in pursuit of our own selfish ambition or as we elevate some other cause or person or organization above the person of Jesus. Therefore, we see that you take back at times, you take back your provision, you take back the advancement, you take back the notoriety and the favor. You withdraw the material blessing for a time to expose how needy we are, how utterly dependent upon you we really are, that our lives are but a vapor, like a flower of the field which today flourishes but tomorrow dries up and is no more. May we remember. As you put an end to mirth, as you lay waste to various elements of our lives and fruitfulness, if and when we have attached them to other loves, other pursuits, other idols, when we wrongfully associate the provision of those things with other sources, we embrace, God, we welcome your discipline, your chastisement for the ways that our hearts have strayed. Therefore, you say, as we repent, as we turn, as we incline our hearts and our minds and our attention and our affection to you, we recognize you are alluring us, you are drawing us. It's the kindness of the Lord that leads to repentance bringing us into the wilderness to speak tenderly to us. And may we welcome the wilderness seasons when it seems dry, when our souls feel vacant, because it's in those times and in those places that we hear the voice of God. When the veil between heaven and earth is very thin and we sense your presence, And we're aware again of the divine. We're conscious of God. Attune our ear to hear you in those dry and weary places. And there, there in the wilderness, in the place of stripping away, in the place of want and need and desperation, there you give us our vineyards, the place of fruitfulness, of true, deep fruitfulness, that deep well of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness and gentleness and self-control, that the Spirit of God would well up in us to be a spring whose waters overflow to those around us. Would we see the Valley of Achor, that deep place of pain and trouble 
and despair? Would we see that as the very gateway, the doorway, the entrance to the hope of God? A future that is marked by the presence of God and the power of God. A hope in the resurrection of the dead and the eventual return of Jesus himself. Would we see those places of pressure as the very places where you are forming us and conforming us into the image of Jesus? And there she shall answer as in the days of her youth, as at the time when she came out of the land of Egypt. May we be responsive. Help us to remember your salvation, your deliverance. Would you restore to us the joy of our salvation? And may we respond to you as in the days of our youth. Those giddy, eager, early days of our faith when we were expectant, anticipating that you will move in and through our lives. Thank you, God, that you are a devoted husband to a wayward bride committed to barring up our path when we have strayed from you, stripping away even the material blessings for a time if it will draw our hearts back to you to recognize our neediness, that we are miserable, wretched, naked, poor, and blind, according to John in the book of Revelation, and that you are the source of our sustenance, our hope, You are the provision for our souls and our lives. And you speak to us tenderly in that wilderness place. And for those of us who are in a wilderness season, would you give us ears to hear your voice? Help us to lean in and listen to your heartbeat as you communicate and reaffirm your love for each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen.